Welcome to East Coast DNA. Uh, we're back here with uh, another of our Zoom calls. Uh, at the time of this recording, I'm not sure what we're going to call these going forward. Um, but uh, we definitely wanted to get this new artist in. So uh, welcome, Joe Hubley. Thank you so much for having me, man. I'm excited. So, uh, Joe, you reached out when you were releasing your first single and uh, timing just didn't allow us to get in earlier. So uh, I apologize for that right off the bat, because I think when you had sent it within five minutes, I wrote you back saying how good the song was. So uh, obviously I, I became a fan really quick. So No, man, sure. everything happens uh, when it's meant to. It's God's plan. Yeah, it just happens exactly. that we got, got it together and got down here because I'm a big fan too of the show, so it's I'm happy to Thank chat. Thank you very much. And so we will talk about your first single, but as far as uh, things happening for a reason, the the timing's kind of working good that uh, you were able to share a demo of your follow up single there with me. So oh uh, yeah, when when are we expecting to hear the follow up single? Right now, the date is kind of looming in the air, but yeah. I would mark the whole week of sort of you know the first week of july i okay. would you know just Perfect. poke your head out the window see if anyone's talking yeah. i think that you might hear some good things coming around the bend around that time awesome so that's something to keep an eye out for so dialing it back a little bit then um your first single april 17th ish i believe was when it came i out, think it was that time you know what i think it was actually the seventh so it would have been two months ago like okay around this time yeah yeah. there you go so it's obviously and anybody that's watching this episode hopefully has heard the song already, but if not, uh, we'll give them a little treat here in this episode, but uh, it's obviously well-produced. It's got a real solid sound there where you're a new artist, not just new to me, but you're kind of new on the scene as well, as far as releasing solo material. So maybe give me a little background about who Joe is and where you came from. You're Halifax based at the moment. Yes, yes, Halifax. So, uh, yeah, where does Joe come from? Are you another of our uh, music students that are popping right directly into the industry, or no? Oh, there I, you go. Not much, you, not much of a student at all. But man, where do where do I even start? Hi, everyone. I'm Joe. I'm a fun guy, I think, and I'm really just honestly, I'm just a music fan, and and I felt like it took me a long time to get to a spot where I really felt like I could share what I think I have to share to the world. And sure. now I'm there. I now I'm really there. I'm there in a big way. I've never been more immersed in a feeling than I think I am right now. And so I grew up just listening to a lot of music, ingesting it all and kind of finding out little things through weird spots. I think the urge to create music really came when I delved into Motown records and I found soul artists like the 50s and 60s and 70s and stuff the biggest one the most prominent artist for me has always been bill withers i think okay. he's the greatest songwriter that i've ever heard with my own two ears i think he's really that's a, I mean, i'm not trying to ramble too much but that's kind of the beautiful thing about music is that everyone kind of has a different spot and yeah. someone that resonates with them more and i think that's kind of what i realized is that even though there's some times where i really had a hard time like you said kind of getting my solo material together and getting like a whole release schedule together just because of like insecurity and all this weird wild stuff i kind of realized that like I, I also have my own thing to give you know what i mean i'm not bill withers but 
I think that's kind of where I got to the position I'm in, I am in now. And so I'm hoping that that whole ramble session can just give you a bit of who I am because, Oh, absolutely. Yeah. You know, I'm really, uh, I'm just happy to be here. I'm happy to be sharing these songs. I'm happy to be doing things like talking to you who like, you know, you're out there doing some great things for really talented and, and diverse and vast music scene that we have here in the East coast. And I'm just happy that, you know, at 19 years old that I am now, I'm able to kind of pitch my own little, uh, own little piece of that into there and and although i'm not like a music student like i'm not educator or anything like that i feel like i got some soul in me that needs to get out for my own sanity so i'm just hoping that other people enjoy it along the way yeah and that uh kind of funk and motown sound definitely i can hear the influence in the music that that oh, was really good. interesting actually because uh I do make some assumptions when I do these interviews, but I always make them into a question so that I can make sure I get an accurate answer. And a couple of times I was surprised, especially with yourself. Like you say, you're 19. So not probably the assumption most people are going to make about what kind of music a 19 year olds listening to in the last 20, 30 <laughs> years. It's not usually great music everyone appreciates it but it's usually something that uh either you've had put upon you in your early years because of the people you were around or something that you kind of grow an appreciation for later in your life so unique that you're able to identify that at an early age and uh, find a niche in there uh, the and you know what it was sound too though oh yeah 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 go ahead you, you're saying well, you know what? I just have ideas bubbling all over the place, but I'll but I'll tie it in because like the pop music too. I was like, I'm just a sucker for a pop song, and mm -hmm. sometimes I find and there's nothing wrong with this, but I just find that I'm, and maybe it's just you know what it is is because I'm just not that like. I don't really like to do things too complex. Like I'm I'm a really just like I like to chill. I like to sleep. I like to hang out. I'm not really ever trying to make things too complicated. And so when I think about music, I just, I know good emotion and that's kind of what I want to feel all the time. And so I'm hoping that I can also make other people feel that way. And so with the pop music thing, it was really just, I want to use this strange kind of essence that we have that is kind of music. And in a way of, of kind of making it an art form, I want to make people just kind of feel good. And I think the easiest way to do that I think it's been proven is that just if you can make like a two minutes and 33 minute real accessible, understandable, digestible song. I think that's just a good way of making people feel good. I Because I know that made me feel good. And that's kind of where the Motown piece comes in is because I found that unique feeling from these recordings that were so raw. They were so mm -hmm. like there were so many imperfections and intricacies that were so unique to that one recording. And they're recording them off the floor, which, I mean, for people that don't understand, is literally just how you'd see a performance. Everyone's just performing at one time. No overdubs, rarely, like, few, few overdubs and and real moments of production only. It was, it was driven by performance. Mm -hmm. And that's where I found my real love for music because it was, it was really just uh, – I think they, there's just musicians out there, especially in that, I think, era – that were really, really putting their soul on display. And I just think that's a beautiful thing. And I think there's 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 pieces of music that I think will never be able to be replicated than the one sort of mass-produced recording that we have. And I just think that's such an interesting thing. And so when I was talking about, you know, pop music 
making other people feel good with music. I mean, that's kind of where I felt like I resonated. And I was like, okay, this is a really interesting feeling. And I'm hoping that I can <laughs> be able to replicate that even on a much, much smaller scale. If I can just do it for one person, i.e. myself, then I think uh, it's good. Yeah, most most people that know me through the podcast would know that I have a, a diverse appreciation for all the genres. People that know me a little better or have been around my collection will note that there is uh, definitely a 90s influence and uh, definitely a lot of heavier stuff for uh, as far as genre mixing some of the heavier stuff maybe doesn't fit in as well so that usually sticks out to people but right. what, what probably maybe like my exes probably are aware of it there's the that funky bass feeling come on and it, it, I can't not dance. I, I, if anyone ever sees me up in the city shopping, like in the like around the Halifax area malls, I definitely dance through all the clothing stores because of all the pop music that's playing there, and that's usually where I end up getting most of it. I whip out Shazam once in a while, someday. like what's this song? But rocking through a winners. Yeah, you definitely uh, fit into that category. That uh, post up the first one there that uh baseline grabbed me right away and i was like oh this is pretty funky but then to hear that yeah the vocals to kind of go with it as well i was like man who is this guy like isn't he just new <laughs> so you are oh, new man. so that's yeah. all that's all great uh great for you i i i'm super impressed with that right out of the gate and then i was able to hear your demo there for your follow up. What's the name of the follow up single? Doesn't have one. Doesn't have I, a name I, yet. And and it's not I wish I was more yet. prepared. And you No, said, it's still kind of we're adding bits and pieces, still kind of mixing it around, but we're really, really zeroing in on I think the final version, which is one I'm really happy with. And you're you uh you hinted that there would be some uh saxophone being layered into that? I won't even hint. I'll tell you outright. We got That's a mean awesome. saxophone player coming in. He's gonna lay down some sauce. It's gonna be real good. That's that's crazy. I can't wait to hear it. So with all of the like effort that you put into these singles, is it building up to some type of album later in the year or like an EP? Or are you looking for the digital singles and getting views and that type of deal? Yeah, I'm really not good at planning that sort of thing. I know I should be, but I'm not really a, a mastermind by any sense. But I think that I we are building to a tape of sorts where I'm hoping to just kind of give a bit of a taste of who I am, at least right now. It's kind of mm -hmm. hard to encapsulate every single like facet of my artistry, I think. And not just because I'm some all-knowing God or yeah. mastermind. So, but it's just really like if you try and put too much pressure on yourself, I think it just kind of leaves you feeling real stagnant. Yeah. Or I feel like if you're like, okay, like, for example, maybe not enough of my um, jazz influence, for example, yeah. is showing in this music. So. I just got to write a jazz song. It's like, it feels like it's not as authentic and as genuine, but these couple songs that we're working with uh, at Youthful, I feel like they really do kind of cover a lot of bases, a lot of bases that have influenced me. And that's what makes me feel really good and really confident with the product that's coming out is because it feels very authentic. It feels very genuine. And it feels like I'm putting my best foot forward in terms of, representing who i am as a musician right now sure. and you know the the producer i've been able to work with m bowden gill in the room with me over there eat some dinner 
I mean, like he's been able to kind of put his twist on it too. And that's, what's been so beautiful about this, this whole working relationship is that we've kind of harnessed this product, harnessed our influences and put it into one sort of uh, place. And it's just, it's, it's really, I think a diverse one. And I think it's one that, uh, again, I think I, if the, I, I can't say nothing, but if there was a tape coming out around the fall, I think that people would be really happy with the, the diversity in it, but also just, the accessibility of it. Cause I think it's uh, some real fresh, awesome pop music that I think this area, the East coast needs. And I think maybe the world at large, you know what I mean? And I do see uh, now these episodes are released in an audio format and the video format. I, I definitely encourage people to watch the video format. I, I, yeah. I've been pushing YouTube hard, but for anyone that's, not able to see the screen i can see behind you the sound panels on the wall so oh come on is this is this a home studio that you have set up no this is a world-class studio we got set up i'm sitting in youthful music uh okay. the beautiful north end of halifax this is the hq this is the back cave this is where all the magic happens i mean I cut post up here, of course, and the and the new the all the new songs that are coming out and youthful. I mean, a team of three very very talented producers: M. Bowden, Gill, Colleen Shaw, Braden Cameramans. They're putting out a bunch of good music. They're they're producing for a bunch of different bands, a bunch of different artists coming up. And it's for what I can see, it's kind of like a new wave coming up. And I really think that youthful thumbprint is going to be on a lot of music that you're going to be appreciating down the road. Yeah, actually. I not too long ago we had uh chase clark on as well and not yes. not the same but i would definitely put you guys together in the same playlist because of the the pop sensibilities that he has incorporated into his music so that that's i'm assuming that i didn't just happen upon the two up and coming pop stars in the region that there's <laughs> there's probably a whole generation of you that are coming you're darn right there is. And I, I can only speak for what I see that like the mojo that's going on around here in this studio specifically is uh, is really something to be reckoned with. And yeah, you got guys like Chase. You got people like um, so some people I admire very much, you know, like uh, like Jody Upshaw, for example, mm -hmm. is very talented. Aquaculture, honestly, yeah. like one of my favorite musicians I, uh, that I've been able to see live with my own two eyes. We, we and, had but, Aquaculture on, but we haven't had Jody on. So if Jody hears this. The oh, yeah. invitations out there, just reach out. Come on, the invitations out there. This is the call out. This is what this is. Yeah. You got to get up on here. It's been a fantastic experience already. But again, like speaking for what I only see, going back to that, I mean, youthful, this is where it's at. It's it's hot around here. And so it's been a, a real blessing. The timeline's lined up like magic. And so I've been able to create some good music here. And I'm excited for everyone to hear it. And I, I do see, I think that's a bass leaning up there against the wall, but are, are you uh, playing the instruments on these songs or do you have studio musicians or are you putting together a band for live performances? That's like a, a whole pack of three questions together. So I'll, let, value, I'll, let, I'll let you pack. ramble a little there. Let me unbox the value pack. I think um, in terms of the recordings, it's, yeah, just us. They kind of have the process has worked so far is that at least for that first one, we'll just talk for mm -hmm. post up for a second. The first single that I released, if you haven't listened to it, it's uh, it started kind of on my laptop, just like an idea I was working with. And then kind of like you, it was the baseline that did it for me. I think I was, mm -hmm. I was 
feeling like there was some kind of sauce in there when that one got laid down. And so I just kind of did like a really, really rough demo. And I was like, I was kind of like feeling, I was a bit of a hot shot. I was coming in. I was like, yeah, you know, this is like pretty well done. We just kind of got to tighten up a couple screws, dot some eyes, cross some T's. And so bring it into youthful. And they just like, they put that thing on the juice. They put that thing on roids. It was really, really like a whole other product that I didn't even think was possible sonically. And in terms of that one, it kind of started like as a little demo on my laptop, you know, using some drum machines, using some synth bass, couple keys and pads, um, real bass, real guitars for a lot of some uh, sections as well. But in terms of like the, the studio instrumentation, all of it's kind of done uh, between us, you know, between me and, and Bowden Gill, who's working on the production side. It's kind of all really just us two going mad, going buck wild. And then sometimes reeling ourselves back in, but we find a happy medium and we find a good spot uh, just in the stuff that we have in these four walls. But in terms of live shows, we're still kind of toying around with a little situation. But what I will say, it's going to be crunk either way, whether it's, uh, you know, a 12 piece jazz band playing it or if it's just me and M on the turntables. I think uh, we're toying around with a couple situations that I think either way. I think we're going to do a very good job of representing the product because it's all about the soul, man. And yeah. we're going to bring it out of the way, no matter what medium it's. So lyrically then when you were creating something like that, I mean, we'll, we'll speak specifically about the first track, I guess, but uh, would you bring lyrics to the table, then work on the beat or you're working on getting that whole rhythm going. And once you know, you have a good groove, you're kind of vibing to it then you start pulling the words out to put the whole song together yeah it's all about the groove i think that's the main uh ingredient mm -hmm. i you know like i'm not too concerned about how it comes it's kind of more just like a if you know you know situation so like sometimes you know i'll be walking down the street as i do and you know as, as lyrics will come to me but no real strong melody and so that's cool you know the notes app it's genius, whoever created that. And so you, you write down, jot it down, or whatever. But sometimes it's more of like a melodic uh, sort of section of a song or maybe a whole song that you, you hear in your head. And, you know, maybe that's when you break up the voice memos or something like that and start humming and everything like that. But it, it's never really a set way. I know there's some people like, for, for example, one musician I idolized, not idolized, but <laughs> pretty, pretty, pretty close is uh, Erica Badu. Yeah. And she always talked about how she was always like, instrumentation needed to come to her like she always needed a beat to then put her vocals down because she said that like anything else is just poetry and that's not really she didn't consider herself a poet i could maybe disagree but for her it was very very set in stone i feel like for me it's maybe more of a fluid situation i think i think that's the beauty of music is like it kind of is like twofold like that so you know for example like a couple of the songs we're working with you know uh, a beat was brought to me by uh, m bowd and gill but you know, for the other ones that maybe started more with a couple words, maybe a concept that I was just toying around with in my mind. So I think that's kind of what that's kind of what makes it more fun too, is that you kind of never know when it's going to attack you, like a blitzkrieg. And when it does, you just kind of kind of be ready to handle it and hopefully be able to replicate it as best you can. Awesome. And so going into the summer, I assume that your plan is to release that follow-up single and work yes, on sir. the follow-up to that. I assume that there's a third one coming behind that within a couple months after. I think you maybe read my mind. I can't, I'm, can't confirm or deny. 
I'm going to go with the assumption that is one thing that seems to be coming organically standard these days as far as releasing material. Uh, that whether or not you release an EP or an album or physical or digital, it seems to be all over the place depending on the artist. But as far as singles, there definitely seems to be a pattern that you got to kind of pace it a little bit and push them out and see how they go. And then from there, you make your decisions on what you're doing with the rest of it. But it's great to hear that for you, it's coming from a place of the music first and you're having fun doing it because that's the dream, right? If if you can have fun doing what you do, every day is a dream. So oh my gosh, you, my life is my life is awesome. <laughs> Let me just interrupt you right there, but go on. <laughs> yeah, well, no, I'm I'm going back to your age and going to have to make some more assumptions here, so you can yes. once again correct me as we go along. But at 19 years of age, you're done high school. You're Zion, doing music, you. but are you? Are you working to support the music or are you full tilt music and trying to make it that way? Oh, no, it's a grind, unfortunately. Working the old day job, but I, I, I'm, I, you know what? I'm glad because I don't want to just be like a, you know, if you were in a relationship and you were like trying to commit yourself to somebody and you were just like all together time all the time, you know, I feel like that relationship kind of falls apart. And I feel like it's the same with music. You're kind of doing like a little tango. And if I didn't have like another place to go, like a day job, for example, I feel like I would just like snap. Like I'd just be like, ah, you know, it's not working for me. I feel like I kind of look at like a day job, for example, or anything, you know, if someone was able to support themselves on music, that's great. But if they had like kind of a different hobby, it's more of like an incubation period for yeah. your creativity. Yeah. Because you got to separate yourself, at least me, I have to separate myself. Sometimes I go home and, and I, or I'll just, I'll visit somebody and we'll be hanging out all the time and I'll just be like, okay, you know, let's, let's take a breather. It's kind of the same with music and as beautiful as music is kind of in essence, I think that it is very important to sort of just turn your subconscious on because like I'm a server, for example, and I love it. I love walking around and talking to people. You can tell I love to talk and I'll do it forever, but I do think it's very important because your subconscious kind of takes over. But there is still a piece of your mind that that wheel is always turning. So when you do have those very sudden ideas musically, you hear a verse of lyrics or you hear a melody, something mm -hmm. like that. I think that comes from, you know, the subconscious and that comes from those periods and pockets of just doing something different with your mind. Because I think, you know, it's very important. So, yeah, for, long story short, I do uh, have a day job, but I do value it very very much and you know like yeah i'm i'm only a, i'm only i've only been on this world for a couple of years i still got hopefully god willing some more time to do so and right now i know that i'm having fun right now i know that i'm feeling really good about myself and it took a long time to get there but now that i am i could not complain even if i tried very very hard so we got some uh and i think that's what's feeding into the music that like kind of positive energy and stuff and i think that's how i know that this is a product that I want to be represented by, you know? Well, the episode opens with a little intro of the song. So people definitely have a little bit of an earworm from that bass line. I hope they didn't turn it right off. <laughs> well, I, I will say that at the end of the episode, with your permission, we'll, we'll throw the full track in there so everybody can hear it. Yes, please. I, I, I definitely think that uh, it's, it's definitely in the category of earworm because I'll I'll put it on and then go do something else. And I just, I have that baseline 
stuck in my head. And then I want to, I don't, I, I'll admittedly say, I don't know the lyrics at this point, but my brain come wants to on. start singing because it hears where you come in. And yeah. I, I, if I'm doing the dishes or something here where I've got some privacy and there's nobody around, that's what I want to do. So I'm, I'm definitely, I do see Bandcamp, I think is where I saw it. you had lyrics out for it. Is I that... think I might on there. Yeah. 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 yeah so I'll, I'll have to uh, bring the laptop over next time I'm doing the dishes so I can have the visual studying. Lyrics. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah I'll, please. I'll I mean, that, that's so nice though. I appreciate you saying that. It really is. Uh, I'm just hoping, I'm hoping that people don't get sick of it, but I really do appreciate that. No, oh, I, I was just recently busted at a live performance for grooving and singing along because the artist had picked it up. So I, because it was another pop musician that once again, it's not what I'm always going to. So some people may be surprised if they see me with that, but uh, yeah, definitely hey, man. ones in my playlist. No, this is over here. I'm, I'm, I'm in, I'm in those clothing stores grooving along with you. Yeah, well, there you go. Yeah, maybe we'll do a little tango someday at Winners or something. We'll just, but we won't plan it. We'll just find ourselves one day. We'll just be yeah. grooving over to the same spot. It's all about the energy. Yeah, yeah, definitely. If if anybody sees two random dudes dancing towards each other, leave come over alone. and say hi. Just leave. Oh yeah, no, actually, that's better. That's better. Yeah, you know what's up. Yeah, I'll be in. I'll probably be in like a value village. I've been rocking with that place lately. So uh, that is an awesome place, actually. Have I danced at Value Village? I think we got a music video in the works. We'll have to talk when the next single. Am I going to make our debut? Yeah, I think, I think we're. I think we're going to do a music video dance in Value Village. I'll. I'll take the drive up for the day, and we'll. We'll just record some candid footage. You let me know. Say the word. So, for people that are watching this episode, and you are a new musician to them as well, they're going to be instantly hooked here at the end of the episode. Listen to the song. I'll put some links and everything down in the description for everybody. But before we let you go, where should people follow Joe Hubley online to keep up to date with everything that's going on? This is a lot. I'm still working on my social media game, but I would definitely yep. say, I would definitely say my, I mean, I'm on Instagram at Hubley Joe, H-U-B-L-E-Y-J-O-E. And, uh, you know, I'm on Facebook as well. You know me. And you can go to my website. <laughs> I got one of those now, which is kind of funny to me. But uh, JoeHubley.com. I mean, that's, you know what? Let me restart. JoeHubley.com. That's got all the links to the social It has all the links. Gotta it. Yeah, you don't even got to remember. Perfect. Go to the website. Check, uh, check it all out. I even got a bio on there if you want to read about me for some reason. But really, I would just, uh, you know, Check me out on on the social on the social media, but also like the streaming platform is what I'm thinking about. If you hit follow, of course you get notified when we are dropping some new music, and it, it is coming, ladies and gentlemen. Mm -hmm. And so if you don't uh, yak at the sound of what's coming at the end of this episode, then I think you'll like uh, everything else that's coming. And other than that, just watch me at the top because I'm I'm headed there and I'm headed there fast. Got my so eyes locked. I will recommend then anyone that's listening that wants to hear more material that they go listen to it on somewhere like Spotify, put it on repeat, turn the volume down, go to sleep. Come on. Forget about it for a couple of days. Come back after it's got a few thousand views, crank her back up, get grooving into it. And then you'll see that Joe Hughley the biggest star of Halifax <laughs> because of the thousands and thousands of Spotify views. 
And you know what I want to say too? Um, please also check out Youthful Music because I was gassing them up earlier, but I really do mean it. Uh, they're at Youthful Music, but it's spelled U-T-H-F-U-L, music. That's okay. like on social media. They also got a website too. So, I mean, like, you know, I'm all Liddy Lemonade over what I got going on. But again, there's some more heat that these guys are packing. So I encourage you to check out the whole scene, the whole wave that's coming. So Youthful Music as well. Check them out on the internet. But we'll have I, think, yeah, I think you'll like what you as well. So a question then for Youthful Music, if there's yes, any other artists in the area that are liking what they're hearing about the studio, like, is that something that they can just reach out directly and book time? Is it a smaller knit group? How is that available to people? Yeah, in terms of the studio, they're usually contactable through their website. So I would mm -hmm. just say send them a message, tell them what you're thinking of. And it's a very it's a very generous group of people around here. I'm sure you guys could figure something out. I don't think they're exclusive by any means, but it uh, it definitely is something. I think uh, I know. Like in terms of like who they're working with, I, you know, we're keeping that locked up until sure. it gets released because it's gonna make a splash when it does. But yeah, I would just say go to their website and just see what they're all about, and then go from there because I really don't think you'd uh, be disappointed. And for anyone there at the studio that is listening, I'm not going to ask for the name drops at this point, especially while we're recording. But if you want to send any of your artists to us to do some promotions, <laughs> it, it, it worked with Joe here. So we're, we're uh, definitely open to uh, meeting some new folks in the area. That's for sure. 10 out of and, 10 would recommend. And uh Going forward, we'll definitely be keeping in, like the podcast itself, we'll be keeping an eye on uh, what you have going on. Uh, maybe in a few months, if you have a follow-up, you can reach back out and we'll uh, do a little follow-up episode for our fans to hear what's been happening. I'm excited to hear that next single. Like, like I said, I, I did hear it. It's very good. It's just a little bit different. But when you mentioned that the sax was going to be later, I'm like, oh, I kind of don't want to listen to it too much now because I want to hear the full version and not have the old version stuck in my head at the same time. Demoitis. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, I have a small collection of demos on my computer over in the corner here, and I use them sparingly. Sometimes I forget that they're not released. Amen. But, I know what you mean. That that's why they're on a separate computer, so that I don't accidentally share them somewhere in one of my posts or something. But uh yeah, yeah very, very very excited to hear more coming from your whole camp. And uh I'll be excited to see what type of configuration you have for any type of live performance that you do. Um I'm, I'm crossing my fingers that as you're putting everything together that uh, there's a showcase in the future that I can really see you go uh, full out and give everyone the full experience of what you have vision there. My friend, I would just glue yourself to that Instagram page. I will be posting about the, that stuff coming up, but I just want to thank you so much for having me. I'm really, really uh, happy to be here. Happy to be talking about music. It's my like favorite thing on this earth. And from someone I can understand that uh, respects and knows a lot about music. So, Thank you again. It's a privilege and I'd be happy to come back uh, anytime, really. Yeah. Well, thanks for giving us your time and uh, we'll definitely uh, keep in touch and uh, try to have you back on for a follow-up in the future. All right. Much love. Thanks again. And everyone stick around and uh, listen to the first single. Keep your ears open for a follow-up in the very near future. All right. Thanks again. Thank you.
Happens time and time again. I've been trying to tell you we can go out. 